You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Let's take a look at the movies out in theaters right now. We've got prestige flicks making Oscar runs with The Fablemans and The Whale. Those are for a certain cinephile movie goer. We've got Avatar 2, which is a family film, but not as much as Puss in Boots, which is skewed younger, of course, being animated. Megan is out there for the horror fans. House Party for the younger demo. <laughs> Women talking for the mature ladies. But what about the dudes, the man's man's, the dad demo? What about the nine to five weekends are for relaxing professional dads, grandpas, uncles and their stepsons who just need to bond in silence over some gun violence that isn't too over the top what about the new jerry butler survival action thriller plane yeah yeah pilot brody torrance saves passengers from a lightning strike by making a risky landing on a war-torn island only to find out that surviving the landing was just the beginning when dangerous rebels take most of the passengers hostage, the only person Torrance can count on for help is Louis Gaspar, played by Luke Cage himself, Mike Coulter, an accused murderer who has been transported by the FBI. That is a guy flick, if I've ever heard of one. And I am TCD, one of the Screener Squad, and joining me on this flight are my fellow passengers, Luane. Hey, how's it going? And Chad. Oh, man, I'm literal jet lag, so let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we do this, let's just all be honest. This is a terrible title for a movie. Yes, it's the worst. It's Gerard Butler. It should have been called Airplane Has Fallen. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> it's lazy. It's right there, people. <sighs> so, guys, uh, I got to see this in theaters. I believe you two did as well. Yeah. What did you think? Having had the experience of this and previously Greenland, it turns out that the secret to a decent Gerard Butler movie is to just let him be a Scottish dude with a regular job. There you go. And not like a superhero. <laughs> you, you let Luke Cage do the superhero shit and you just follow along. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's how you do that. <laughs> This is a movie I wish I could have seen with my buddies. Like, I would have loved to have been sitting next yeah. to Chad, rooting and shouting at this movie. Because I had a good rambunctious audience when I saw it. Chad, how about you? I had to download a boot the day it came out because I wasn't going to be around to watch it in a theater. Yeah, yar indeed. So the version I got was less than 720p. It was also shot on a cell phone, Ooh. and there were people coughing. And, like, I haven't watched a bootleg like this, guys, in years. So it definitely was <laughs> a treat for me, like a nostalgic treat to do this. <laughs> I'm assuming the visual effects and everything look great. I couldn't tell. Anytime they did the, the stuff in the cockpit, when it was dark mm-hmm. after everything went out, the camera kept going out of focus because there was nothing to focus on. So I was just listening to Gerard <laughs> Butler and his co-pilot talk. <laughs> And just kind of filling in this <laughs> negative space with my mind. Other than that, like, 
I thought this was a great for for a January dump month action movie. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Honestly, this is way better than I expected. I was going in to yeah. see ambulance, geostorm, freaking moonfall. Exactly. And I was surprised to find how restrained yeah. this movie was. Yeah. I wouldn't go as far as to say realistic, mm-hmm. but it it didn't feel like an over-the-top action flick. I think you even referenced that at the beginning. Like, there's action. It it has it has the stakes. Mm-hmm. Right. As I was watching this, what this struck me as is if someone adapted a Michael Crichton book. Yeah. If someone told me this was adapted from a Crichton, sure. I would have totally believed it. Because it's just enough escalation of fantastical things without going into... There's no one-liners. Mm-hmm. There's no, like gory, over-the-top John Wick kills. But that's not to say that this is an excellent film. I'm not trying to paint this as like a must-see by any means. I'm just saying if you were expecting to see something that you could just riff at and laugh at the whole time, that's going to disappoint you. Because this is a perfectly well-made film, and everybody in it is doing a grounded job. (laughs) A good job, too. Yeah. And that's just it. This is the type of movie that doesn't really probably have to have been in a theater. Like, Mm -hmm. it it basically says this is a rental. But I'm glad I got to see it at a theater. Yes. It was a good experience. It would have been better probably with a handful of people who were all in, you know, all into it as well. My audience Mm -hmm. was about six or eight scattered people. But no, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I saw it on a Saturday night. A reasonable sized crowd that applauded and gasped nice. and laughed at all the right things, which just makes for a better movie going experience. Yep. Because if I had sat and watched this alone, I don't think I would have had as pleasant of a time. But seeing it with people who, woo, when, yeah. when something works out and, oh, when a sledgehammer goes through someone's skull, yeah. that just makes for a better atmosphere and a better experience. Or, you know, getting pop-up ads for slot machines, Chad. I'm just going to predict that was on your pirated version. Yeah. It, basically, I had a 30-minute ad to whoever ripped this <laughs> online. But, hey, thank you to slotsrus.com, whatever. Uh, let's let's talk about the cast a little bit. Luane, you were right on. Jerry Butler, when he is given a role where he doesn't have to fake an American accent, where he is a, much more of a, a real human being, that tends to be his better movies. Yeah, but even the fights in this, like the the first really serious fight he has with one of the bad guys, mm-hmm. it, it's an ugly, stupid throwing people around, grabbing whatever's handy. There's nothing that looks choreographed or tidy about this or anything like that. And his big move most of the time is choking people out. Yeah, like he doesn't, he, you know, he 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 rarely is able to like just knock somebody unconscious or throw them out of building. He mostly mm-hmm. just gets a hold of them and chokes them out. Yeah, and it feels more realistic that way. Yeah. And, and speaking of other movies where he plays more grounded stuff, like Last Seen Alive and Cop Shop. Are oh, I forgot about films. Cop Shop. Even Greenland, which, again, you go into expecting to see Roland Emmerich Moonfall, right. turned out to be better than that. Oh, God, it was so much and, better. <laughs> so, yeah, like when he's playing Angel Has Fallen, Olympus Has Fallen, that trilogy of films, he's quite good at the badass right. middle-aged action hero. But he proves he's a better actor than people give him credit for when he does something like this, where he doesn't get to crutch himself with the -the over-the-top superhero-ness of some of those other projects he does. Like, I could imagine Chad out there beating up uh, terrorists 
in a similar fashion, right, Chad? You you love being choked, or do you like choking people? I forget. I the former. <laughs> I do do not choke me. I would I would rather you hang me by my ankles and slice my Achilles tendons and Ow. bleed me out than to be choked to death. That's Chad's response if you just like graze his neck. That's not even like a choking situation. It's like just stay away from Chad's. Just kill me neck now. Area. One of the one of the other things though, when you're talking about the acting, Mike Coulter. I've only seen him in a handful of things. Obviously, Luke Cage is probably his most well known. I've seen him some in Evil, and he was in a small part of uh, Carter a while mm-hmm. back. He's fine in this, too, because he's also not super heroic. They make it clear he has real military experience, the character does, but, you know, he's not superhuman. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and he seems so competent in yeah. how he's moving. Yeah, it's cool to see Mike Coulter out doing some more stuff, because I really do love him as Luke Cage. Yeah. I, I hope Disney brings him back into the fold as Luke Cage. But it's nice to see him out there doing stuff that isn't sort of trashy suspense thriller yeah you know cheating husband kind of crap i definitely like the dynamic we were talking about gerard butler's character earlier where he was a more grounded human being he did have mm-hmm. uh it was established he had military background but he was a pilot you know he wasn't the other guy which was the grunt the guy that does right. the grease work the dirty stuff mm-hmm. and that dynamic and i normally i would complain that Luke Cage. Mike Coulter. You know, he he really isn't developed that much, but I don't think he really has to be in this movie because he Mm -hmm. plays his part well. Then he comes in when he needs to and he leaves when he wants to. Like, I felt it it worked. Yeah. They didn't over explain him. They didn't give some moment where they they bond in a field after some heated battle Mm. where it's like, tell me about your. Like, if this was a Michael Bay movie. We would have got an extended sequence about yeah. his past and his history. Mm-hmm. No, no. We have just enough information to understand who yeah. he is and have certain expectations about him. Yes. Well, and it really is an issue of how the characters behave. That's what tells you about the character, right? Butler's character takes the risk of... Cho- of, of allying himself. Getting, yeah, allying himself with Coulter's character. Once that sort of happens, there's a tension, like you're afraid, you know, any minute he's going to make a mm-hmm. break for it. But after a while, you realize he's not. He's going to do this because, if nothing else, that's how he gets out alive. But there's never, like, some weird character swing. Like, you know, they made him, like, an ultimate murderous villain, and then he switches over to Butler's side. Like, he's in this for himself, but he also recognizes that Mm -hmm. he's going to have to work with this other dude in order for this to work out. Because he sure as hell can't fly a plane. (laughs) So... (laughs) There's a pragmatism to him that feels natural. Mm-hmm. It feels realistic. And their relationship, it's not a buddy movie by any chance, Mm-mm. but they make a good pairing, as Chad said. Yeah, they had those moments where, you know, it, it happens five minutes from each other near the second act. We're like, hey, we're going to go do this. Like, are you crazy? Like, you got a better plan? Like, normally th- that those lines don't work for me, but the way they set them both up and how they mirror each other so closely, like... Again, it's just little stuff like that that I wouldn't expect from a January shoot 'em up type movie. And it, it really mm-hmm. isn't that it, it's graphic when it needs to be. But this isn't your John Rambo going in and murdering 75 people on screen. Like there's a method to the madness. <laughs> yeah. There's obviously a big gunfight at the end, but it, it makes sense. Yeah. There's two other areas to cover when discussing this film, though. Uh, I want to quickly touch on the FBI. The It's Tony Goldwyn is playing the guy in the boardroom who's trying to find the plane, and, and he calls in some mercenaries to help them. In a Michael Bay movie, in a more cliche, 
crap version of this. He would have been some yeah. reveal some truth about him or 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 some more twisted drama would have come out of that room. That's mm-hmm. that those scenes almost feel unnecessary. I don't they're not bad, but they do feel like uh, what is this doing? Right? They're only there to move the plot along logically in in a frame of like okay your airline just crashed in the philippines you know what are you going to do i do feel like like all that stuff is misplaced Mm -hmm. if not used too much that Mm -hmm. yeah and that's that crichtonism i was talking about that stuff definitely feels like a michael Crichton novel yeah because really the the primary reason you would need to include them is because you have to explain sure shellback that that's basically mm-hmm. it. The uh, FBI agent who has Mike Coulter's yeah. character, and then the team that you have to deal with later. I mean, otherwise, because they practically still show up almost out of nowhere anyway. Even with the introduction that we get to them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the mercenaries that, sh- which is yeah. great. Yeah, there's nothing about this that you're going to be like, oh my god, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But you don't care because you're moving along with it, and you're like, yes, this is where this comes in, right? Yeah, it's paced very well in that regard. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't waste a lot of time, keeps things going. It does what action movies do, which is give you enough about everybody so that mm-hmm. you can you can feel stakes, and that includes some of the minor characters too, like his co-pilot and some, yes. you know, some of the others. And and some of that, the passengers do feel a bit mm, cliche, or it's a bit, it's a bit like speed. Every yeah. demographic was covered yeah. on that bus, and I do feel like every demographic was covered on this yeah. plane. I was happy to see Daniela Panita in this, who played mm-hmm. Faye Valentine in the live-action Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I, I like her, so when she sure. popped up in this, I was like, oh, I, I like her. Yeah. But, the, yeah, all those extra passengers, they serve their purpose, but they do feel a bit mm, cookie-cutter. Mm-hmm. But, again, there's enough, right? Yeah. Because their stupid behavior also sets up the tension with Coulter's character that basically gives Butler a secondary reason to bring him along. Mm-hmm. I can't yes. really leave him with these people, so I guess he's going to have to come with me. Mm-hmm. So. It's those types of, yeah, weak secondary background characters. It's something I would pick on if this movie was truly atrocious. Sure, you know what right. I mean? Or like <laughs> yeah. really stress more. Like, and you know why it's also a piece of shit? This, you know, X, Y, Z. So like, I, I'm not in a mood to, do that to this movie because again i'm it's january it's the middle of january i have zero expectations for anything good (laughs) well chad go ahead and roll that into some final thoughts yeah i mean i will actually i probably won't be able to see it in theaters but i'll definitely try to watch this on my 4k screen at least because it says something to a movie where it's out of focus grainy (laughs) as hell the sound sucks but i'm still like emotionally invested in something right you know yeah like that i think that speaks volumes and you know maybe our our little group before we started watching this you know whoever watched it first like hey it's pretty good and then you know word travels so i wasn't too hyped up that i was like oh maybe this is going to be good but i i i still was surprised i i'm i'm not like a gerard butler connoisseur i'm not a butler head you know like some of you freaks out there (laughs) But but I agree. Like, I think some of his characters can be over the top. Like, I was talking to my wife earlier today. I'm like, you know Gerard Butler. And I told her about 300. She's like, yeah, vaguely. And that was his kickstart to his career. And it's really cool to see. And, you know, every actor is going to ebb and flow. And nobody's ever perfect. But this was a decent movie. Played to his strengths. He wasn't a superhero. But he also wasn't an idiot. 
it's not going to win any awards, but I think it'll probably do better than it probably was going to. So I'll give it, I'm going to say seven and a half out of 10 reasons you always have your seatbelt on when the seatbelt sign is on because god damn it (laughs) shit's gonna happen in turbulence (laughs) a while back i had reviewed some megan fox movies and i had commented that i kind of like this new phase of her career where she's doing these smaller movies that aren't like gigantic blockbusters and that let her kind of be her own character and and do some things and i kind of like this sort of thing for butler as well I liked things like Greenland and like this, where he doesn't have to be fallen again, mm. even though, as you pointed out, it's right there. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm always happy to see Mike Coulter and stuff because I always want to see what he can do because I, I always fear that a lot of times he's not allowed to really stretch. Like, I don't know what he can and can't do. I've seen a handful of things and his characters mostly are kind of of a level and it's it's fun to see him anyway, even if we're just going to have another heroic character. Fine. Mm. The rest of the cast is fine. The bad guys are despicable and evil, and I couldn't tell you shit about them beyond that, but that's kind of the point. In the end, I'm going to give this three and a half out of five knives that he could have given Coulter back. <laughs> yeah, he never... Because oh. that, that would have been a really great character thing. Because it comes up... There were so up, many it... moments I thought he was going to. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. And the oh, only thing right. they do with it is basically use it as a way to get into Coulter's history, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, that would have been a natural thing at some point, because he told him, yeah, I'm not going to let you have a fucking I mean, I... knife <laughs> when you're behind me. I guess me. that's poetic, but... There, but... That, that, but that would have been the easiest way to, to show, okay, this is this is the moment where I will accept that I, I trust you and I want you to know that. I'm going to yeah. give you this thing back. And it yeah. never happened. That was a missed step. <laughs> Okay, so two missteps. But otherwise, no. It's good. Well, I honestly had a better time with this movie than I ever expected I was going to. And maybe it's because my expectations were set pretty darn low for this. The night before I went to see it, I was out for dinner, and a couple next to me at the table was talking about it, and they were just talking about it like it was absolute horseshit. And so maybe that was enough for me to go, all right, here we go. And lo and behold, as we've discussed here, this movie's much better than any anticipation I had for it. I like Gerard Butler. I think that when he does play to his strengths, whether it's something like this, where he's playing a much more realistic character, or even his Olympus has fallen stuff, he is good. Given the right material, he's always good. This is a cool movie. It's, it is it is a dad movie as I threw it up top there. This is great for sitting down in an afternoon and just being like, hey, Dad, you want to hang out? Yeah, put on a movie. I don't give a shit. Okay, uh, you're going to like this. This is going to be perfect for that. This is that Liam Neeson crowd. That is this. It is that Mel Gibson crowd, right? I think this is perfectly suited for for that demographic, but not just for that demographic. You two are both fathers, so maybe I'm. You're the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if if you're in for a, a cool thriller, if you're a fan of stuff like what 24 was i think this is going to be up your alley if not go ahead pass it by you're not missing anything to make fun of and you're not missing anything that's gonna somehow win awards yeah this is this is cool Mm -hmm. this is a seven out of ten phone calls with horrible customer service representatives just shut up and listen lady just shut up and listen fine i'm calling my daughter all right well with that said we're coming in for a landing please put your seat backs and tray tables in the full up black position all right sorry we're experienced a little turbulence chad buckle up what's going on here guys oh my god all right 
Take the wheel. Land this book. Land Wait, it. What? Land it, Louis. Oh, yeah.